Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. All right. The average American will tell you that their number one priority in life is their family. And their second is sleeping. <laughs> so you would think we would we would treat this with a little more respect than we are, but a new survey asked people if they ever stay up later than they want just to keep binge-watching stuff on TV, and 88% of us, 88% admit to doing that. And that includes 95% of people between the ages of 18 and 45. So binge-watching is by far the number one thing that keeps us up late. That's some good television programming, though. And if they're able to suck you in, you you just don't want to get up and leave and take care of your kid, pay attention to your kids or go to bed. That's pretty good. I was telling you guys, though, we started watching, like, there aren't very many shows that Scott and I can actually watch together because we have about 20 to 30 minutes. So it's got to be like something in that area. But we started watching The Ranch which is, I guess, been on for a long time. Yeah. But it is so good. Like, at night, we'll be like, one more. We got to watch one more. And we do push it. Like, last mm-hmm. night, it was like, you know, 9.15. And I'm like, I got to I gotta shut it down. Right. Yeah, for me, uh, I'm really into Shanitz Creek. I'm <laughs> altering the name a little bit for radio purposes. But, you know, you guys turned me on to that show. And- it's Tim. He turned me on it, onto it. That's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. It's dry. I started watching it on the way home from Punta Cana back in June because it was on the Delta flight or whatever. And I was like, oh, it's free. I should watch this. And it was hilarious. And I started in like the middle of season three because. And they're the, 20 minutes. So. Yeah. The flight didn't have the first episode. So I was like, oh, I'll just watch this. And then I got hooked. Yeah. Netflix has got them all now. Yeah. And I got sucked in. I've almost fallen off the treadmill laughing mm-hmm. at that show. It's really good. <laughs> and it's sad because they just released, I think, what was it? Season five, October 24th. And there's one more season and then it's finished. It's done. And then yeah. it's gone. Mm-hmm. Next it's year. How many episodes per season? Oh, like 10, 10 or 12. Oh, like that. There's Nothing like 10. Crazy. Uh, so streaming TV shows or movies, that would be your number one thing, followed by reading watching sports, playing video games, and how do we feel when we wake up groggy the next morning? About a quarter of people in the survey also admitted to feeling really frustrated with themselves Mm -hmm. when they prioritize entertainment over sleep. It's as if you're two different people. You know, at night, you're like, I will power through because 
it, it'll be worth what I'm enjoying right now. I deserve this good time yes. that I'm having, and I want to keep it going. And then you wake up the next morning, and you're like, who was that person? I don't know. That person's <laughs> a bad person. Bad influence. Bad Jeff. <laughs> Hopefully you're already start. Oh, and by the way, that reminds me of a bit that Seinfeld used to do, stand-up bit. Uh, it was a classic bit about morning guy versus night guy. And this is him talking about it with David Letterman in the mid-1990s. Like late at night, I think, well, I'm at night. It's night. I'm having a good time. I don't want to go, go to sleep. I'm night guy. That's right. Getting up after five hours sleep, that's morning guy's problem. <laughs> Let him worry about that. I'm night guy. I've got a party. <laughs> then you get up after five hours sleep. You're cranky. You're exhausted. Night guy always screws morning guy. <laughs> There's nothing morning guy can do to get back at night guy. What a lovely guy. figure of speech that was. <laughs> that night guy always screws morning guy. I think the only thing morning guy could do is oversleep enough times so that day guy loses his job and night guy doesn't have any more money to go There out. you go. Exactly. That's the only way day guy yeah. can get back. Yeah. So true, though. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we could draw a similar correlation to uh, before the holidays guy and after the holidays guy. <laughs> you know, when it comes to how much we eat or how much debt we go into, we are entering the most expensive time of the It's the most expensive time of the year between presents and traveling and, most importantly, buying stuff for yourself when it's on sale on Black Friday or someday near Black Friday. But are you willing to go into debt? Over the holidays. Yes. Okay. The answer is probably yes for Let's most be people. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is what's really interesting. The answer is probably yes, assuming you're. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are already in debt. They found. Oh. Isn't that interesting? They well, because you're already used to it. It doesn't feel like that big. If you're already there, adding a little bit more isn't that big of a shock to your system. What Let's difference is it going to make? Let's go to our debt expert. <laughs> yes. In the room. You know how they do that, like on the Today Today Show? Let's go live to the White House with our correspondent on debt, Jen. Let's talk to Jen about spending. Why people do it. I know they could put you. They should do like here's uh, Gene Chatsky in favor of paying down your debt, and from our Cincinnati studios. That's right, Jen Jordan. Let me tell you why you shouldn't. Here's how you get more available credit. I know. Why do they always do Let's those segments in. on how to get out of debt? Sometimes it feels nice to have a little, right? You know, I like to call what I do creative financing. How to get what you want, even if you don't have the money for it. <laughs> What's that girl's name? Their tech expert, Jolene Kent. Yes. Isn't that her name? Right. So she does segments like that all the time about how to like 
you know, get out of debt, how to use like these new gadgets to save right. money. If you're listening right now, <laughs> don't send Jen Dave Ramsey's system. I, I, she yeah. doesn't care. I'm not going to. She's not going to yeah. read no. it. She doesn't want to know. I am my own Dave Ramsey. Thank you. <laughs> how to live beyond your means without doing anything illegal. <laughs> See, you've been wasting you know these classes. You think she's kidding? I'm not. You've been wasting all this time writing books about other things. This is what this you're. Is, t- this is your. This expertise. is my wheelhouse. Yes, right. It's so true. Instant millions. Uh, yeah. That's the name of it. That's the name yes. of it. I'm gonna. I'm also gonna do instant a- millions. <laughs> That's so funny. I also want to do a series about clutter. How to make a disaster look neat. Marie who? With right. Jen Jordan. Right. How to, how to make it so your mess can pass. And I could do just little video tutorials of like, okay, do you see my kitchen right now? I am not going to clean this kitchen right now. Yeah. But give me five minutes and I can make this mess look pretty neat. And don't start the It'll oven pass. without looking inside. <laughs> chapter two piles yeah. <laughs> chapter three totes <laughs> totes is probably chapter one chapter one is put <laughs> it in the basement <laughs> Jacob can you bring this downstairs for a moment <laughs> Dis- discovering oh. new hiding places for your for the things that you bought that you shouldn't buy oh my goodness in piles how to shop in your own closet yeah, they found that 61% of people who are currently carrying a balance on their credit card have no problem adding to it over the holidays. But what's interesting is only only less than a third of people whose cards are all paid off are willing to take on new debt over the next few months. And the specific groups who are most willing to take on debt are millennials and parents with young kids. Poor you grew up with how late in life you learned Red Lobster's not a fancy restaurant. I'm not talking trash. I love RL. It's so good. It's so good. But it is the Applebee's of the sea. That's all it is. We treat them so different. I didn't know Red Lobster wasn't fancy until I was 33. And I'm 33. It was months ago. I was here. I was in New York City. I was in Times Square. I was with my friends. And there's a giant red lobster. I was like, let's go to Red Lobster. And I was just like, we wish. (laughs) Someday, right? And they were like, no, for real, let's go. And I was like, no, for real, I got shorts on. (laughs) We're not getting in. That's a khakis-only establishment. Is there a Kohl's around here? Get some Dockers, gussy up a bit. That's comedian Brooks Whelan, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, so when we first started talking about the idea of a four-day work week, it sounded like a dream, you know, like this had never happened. And, you know, some companies started trying it, and we've been getting some data back on this, and a little more time has passed. And I'll tell you what, 
after hearing this story, you might want to call the CEO of your company and tell them about this. Because last August, if they don't already know, last August, Microsoft Japan decided to test what would happen if they had their employees work four days a week instead of five. And of all the places in the world, like you'd think Japan would be the last place they would try a four-day work week just because they're so driven, they're so focused on hard work and productivity. But they did it. They did a four-day work week instead of a five. They let all 2,300 of their employees have Fridays off for the month. The result was a whopping success. Productivity went up 40%. Our CEO's listening to this. Four-day work week, productivity, 40% up. Productivity went up 40%. So even though people were spending less time in the office, they were getting more done. And that wasn't the only way it was good for Microsoft. People took 25% 25% fewer vacation days than normal because How about that? well they're like you know they're they were already getting Fridays off so they weren't as in need of those vacation days so they didn't take them right they also printed 59% fewer sheets of paper How about that good for the environment and you want to talk about utilities they ultimately used 23% less electricity I just love this. I think this is great. Now, you know, a four-day work week might not be practical for every company. However, Microsoft Japan says they are planning on doing the four-day work week again this summer and maybe at some other times, too. So they they see some benefits here. They're not quite ready to to dive in. They want to that That's a huge shift in thinking to... Oh, it really, to, to, uh, to even get them to go that far. Right. It's amazing. It's a step in the right direction. It's pretty sure. big. Right. I also think, too, especially, I, you know, if you work in sales, what is the benefit of having them in the building? I would think you'd want them on the streets selling in the first place and let them manage their own time and just base their performance on productivity, you know, not necessarily yeah. how many hours they're in the they're office. Um, but we're seeing a lot more flexibility in the workplace like that so and i love that i just i just see so many people that are (laughs) crabby and tired who work a lot and i just don't see them enjoying life as much as i think they could if they could just slow down the that piece you know I, i was talking to somebody to your point jen i was talking to somebody in the restaurant business who was telling me this is a guy who loves the restaurant business he was he grew up in it uh, it's all he's ever wanted to do. It's mm-hmm. all he ever will do. He mm-hmm. loves it, loves it, loves it. But this guy is burned out. Yeah. And he said, you know, anybody who tells you that if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life is full of crap. Because <laughs> because I love what I do. Yeah. But I'm exhausted. But I am exhausted and I need time off. And he said, if I wasn't working, you know, seven days a week or six days a week when I'm lucky, Mm-hmm. Right. He said, I, I would be more present. I would enjoy this a lot more. But you know. And would be probably 40% more productive. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's true. Yeah. So um, anyway, the trend continues between telecommuting and a lot of people working from home, too. That's another option. Aren't we trying something like that here? Don't we have an employee that now lives out of state or something? We're giving that a shot. I don't know if they're like <clears throat> trying that, but I think... 
I don't know. I think that's hard because I don't I don't think they want everyone doing that, but maybe they're just giving it a go. But I do yeah. know that they like trial run. Well, I know that they've relaxed some here as far as like, you know, work flex timing and like yeah. everyone has to come to the meeting on a certain day. But right. outside of that, it's been, you know. Well, we should qualify this, too. You know, we've had a lot of those same CEOs who were who were allowing, who were trying this telecommuting thing, saying, look, we got no problem with our employees working at home on certain days. However, there are certain mandatory yeah. days where we feel it's necessary for them not just to be here for meetings, but to be in the building just to connect with their managers and other employees and maintain somewhat, somewhat of a collaborative environment. Yeah. I have, yeah. I have friends, too, that prefer to get out of the office one or two days a week and go work at the coffee shop or wherever yeah. because they actually can do what they're supposed to do and not everyone's stopping by to say hi and right. chit-chatting and going to get coffee down the hall. And yeah. it's like everyone wants to talk and nothing gets done. All right, I'm going to work off campus today because I'm going to get actually get some stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. But you do have like Jeff is right though. You have to <clears throat> excuse me, stop by yeah. and say, "What's going on here?" "Oh yeah, Jeff is looking for a new mattress. Let's talk about clients for that or whatever it is, you know. Like right. you definitely have to touch base and connect. I'm going to do uh, my part of the show from Fueled Collective all next week. Oh, man, that would be fun. I love that place. <laughs> I'll be broadcasting live from the bar at Fueled Collective all next week. Look for me. <laughs> it says increased productivity, Jeff. Oh, increased productivity. I'm sorry. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.